Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to Sessions with Simba, the podcast where we talk about life, love, and relationships. Thank you, thank you so much for joining in. Hope everybody's doing well and enjoying this November time. Thank God that the sun is finally back uh, in SA. And yeah, guys, super excited for today's episode. Uh, super excited for today's guest. He is a content creator. He's a YouTuber, somebody who's like all around really cool, uh, calls himself, I know he doesn't call himself a relationship guru. The internet calls him a relationship guru. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please help me welcome the one and only Sibum Banza. What's up, Sibum? Hey, I love that introduction. I need you to just uh, walk around with me everywhere and just say that every time I enter a room, please. Oh, that, just, that is amen. the perfect intro. Amen, amen. Like, look, look. <laughs> if you're paying up there, bro, pull up, the, pull, pull up with the mic. We oh, do the introduction. As long as the invoice is getting paid, we'll do it. Hey, man, as long as the invoice hey, uh, But otherwise, how are you, man? How as it you? should, man. I'm good, my dude. I'm good. It's a beautiful Saturday today. Um, um, it's a, you know, a start to the weekend. I'm excited. I'm excited to chat to you, dude. I'm excited to chat about relationships. Yeah, man. Hey, man, you, you're like, I'm, I'm sure you've seen Twitter, bro. You know, uh, okay. You, <laughs> you are in a different position in terms of the fact that you're in a relationship, but you know, the ones who are not, hey, yeah, yeah, they're going to the most. You guys really are. Listen, when I look at the dating scene today, I yeah. thank God every day <laughs> that I'm not part of it. Let me they're tell like, you something. Like, thank I, you. It's one of those clubs where I don't want to get in. You know, yeah. I just, it's, yeah. No, I'm good. I'm good on this side, guys. I get you, I get you, I get you. All right, man. No, well, let's chop it up and uh, see what uh, we can uh, offer the people who are in relationships, who aren't in relationships, <laughs> and everyone who's in between. Uh, so I, I, I've heard you uh, before on uh, another YouTube channel talk about um, therapy. And, uh, you know, I, I want to understand, like, when do you think, when do you recommend a couple should start going to therapy and why? Hmm. So my kind of rule of thumb is if at any point you, you're thinking about really getting serious with someone, and this doesn't have oh, okay. to be just because, you know, you're getting that fluffy feeling or whatever, yeah, but yeah. like, as soon as you think to yourself, you know, I'm going to marry this woman, I'm going to marry this gent, like, this is, I'm enjoying this and this is, I want to take this all the way. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's a good starting point because the thing about relationships, especially with people in our twenties that I don't, I think, I don't know. I, I don't know if you don't realize it or if you just yeah, yeah. like, it's not something we take seriously, but you are dating someone who has lived a life for like 20 something years before meeting you yeah, right thanks, thanks. you don't know what happened you you don't you don't know anything about them usually at least um you don't know anything about them you don't know anything about their life you've never walked in their shoes and then we expect each other to meet each other at like 25 26 22 whatever it is and then just jowl perfectly yeah. a whole other human being who's had a whole life a lot of difficulties, a lot of wins, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think that's that's asking a lot from us as human beings. True, so I yeah, think what yeah. therapy then does is it helps bridge the gap between the two of you to help each help you guys understand each other better. Therapy, for me, couples therapy at least, yeah, is not yeah. about fixing problems. It's about making the relationship stronger. It's about mm. getting a third person there, a person with a good understanding of your brains, of both of you, to tell you how to work together. Mm. You get therapy in people who 
my therapist works in the corporate sector too she also works in like these like big firms um for these rich guys who always you know trying to understand themselves and whatever and work together like in team building and she says it's exactly the same thing the same way you and your business partner need to understand each other better you and your romantic partner need to do the same thing so i think with anybody who has the means right in order to go to therapy, to pay for it and to continuously go. I think as soon as you feel like, you know what, I'm keen to put this monetary investment behind my relationship so that I can one, get to know this person on a deeper level Mm. that might take me 20 years if I don't go to therapy and also get this person to understand me, not leave it all to her or him to just be able to, you know, like, yeah, get into my out. brain and yeah, like yeah, yeah. get to yeah figure me out like mm. we don't have to leave all the figuring out to ourselves we can get a third person a professional to come sit down with us and say okay this is how i understand the two of you what issues are you guys having or what would you like to learn more about each other so i think early days guys as soon as you like yay yeah wanna this person ha, i'm going all the this way the one. Yeah, early yeah, days yeah. if you have the money just go for it, guys. Just go for it. Nah, I like that. I like that. I think um, a lot of people maybe uh, reservations towards couples therapy, especially is because that I think they they I like what you said that you know you go to couples therapy to make the relationship stronger. Like I think a lot of yeah. people and maybe okay, I don't want to generalize and say maybe it guys <laughs> feel this way, maybe girls feel that way as well. Um, but they feel that like, you no, know, if we're going to couples therapy, that means there's a problem. That means something's wrong with us, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And they get like yeah. intimidated by that because they're like, oh man, like this, this therapist is going to, um, uh, you know, tear our relationship apart essentially because they're going to point yeah. up all our yeah. flaws and our weaknesses and all the things that we're doing wrong. And I think people sure. are genuinely afraid of that. I think, I think, you know what, it's a fair thing to be afraid of because Mm. of the way that we understand therapy, right? I think a lot of the way we've consumed it in like media and stuff is like the only people who go to couples therapy are people on the brink of divorce. So why me at Mm. 20 something years old, I just met this man or this woman like a year ago and I should go to therapy. There's nothing wrong. We're still in, um, what do they call that? (laughs) Everything's still sharp. But it's really, like, it's really, really not about that. I really want people to stop thinking about therapy as a way to to fix your couple problems. And it definitely can be. Like, Mm. that's the reason it's portrayed like that in media, because a lot of people go for that. A lot of people go in there on the brink of breaking up, on the brink of divorce. And I understand then where that thought process comes from. Mm. But it's definitely a myth that we need to let go of, that you should only be going because you are having problems, problems um, yeah, and yeah, honestly yeah. like you said it, it is a it's a it's it's something that everyone thinks like it's genuinely something that all genders think that you know therapy is something i go to there's a problem in my relationship also what if people find out that i go to therapy with my partner yeah. oh my goodness. Sheesh, like, sheesh. i think like the only the only reservation that i have now like that that myth i feel like we're working on dispelling the only one i have which i think people would come at me for is like damn, why are you taking your relationship so seriously so early? You pay for okay. therapy? Like, who do you yeah. think you are? Do you get me? Yeah, like, that time, that's the only thing that that sometimes, like, gets to me is, like, people would think, like, like, who do you think you are, guys? You're not even married. Like, I was worried that, like, if 
my girl's parents found out they'd be like why are they going to therapy these are kids why is this yeah, 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 yeah. my, my daughter go to therapy like do you get me yeah, um, yeah, yeah so you. i think that that's the, my only real reservation other than that dude go to therapy guys go if you can i promise you i say go to therapy with your lover go to therapy with your mom go to therapy with your siblings the world is a very difficult like landscape to get through and mm. I think therapists are very good at helping us understand each other so that we can make life easier for each other. Yeah. I mean, that is well, 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 well said. Um, you know, okay, on to the next question. Uh, sure you, you've been in a, in a long-term relationship. How long have you been in a relationship now? Um, this week was four years. We had a four, four year years. Okay, so yeah. <laughs> I, I, I saw the video that you did with uh, Okay Wasabi. <laughs> and um, yeah. you guys were talking about how um, young people right now struggle to, to hit that, to, to hit that, uh, that year anniversary, <laughs> you know? And it's, yeah, like, yeah. it's like, you know, I, I talk to like a lot of my friends and just people in general, and you can tell that like, you know, these people do want, you know, like long-term relationships, but it's like, they just, I, I don't know if it's them or, or, or what do you think is the, the, the youth struggle or a young 20 year old struggle with like maintaining long-term relationships? I think, I think one of the biggest parts of it, and it, it, you know, it's, it's a very difficult question to answer shame because yeah, like yeah, yeah. everybody's going to have their own reasoning as to why things aren't working out. But true, true. I think something I've noticed, at least from the people around me is sometimes um, like it's, it's sort of a lack of understanding of ourselves and what we want when we go mm. into a relationship. Mm. And also with the age of, of, um, social media we tend to romanticize things a lot and it's not even the age of social media man it's it's us watching like romantic comedies in the 2000s like those things they were hollywood was pumping those things out in the 2000s <laughs> and we consumed everything and we were like okay that's how relationships are supposed to be and yeah, now yeah. the only difference in the media is that yes it's not as much hollywood anymore but it's just social media like you go on twitter you go on tiktok you go on Instagram, you go on youtube you see sibo and Mutle doing something for 10 minutes and you're like oh my god these people are so in love my relationship needs to look exactly like this yeah, yeah, for yeah. The, the my boyfriend needs to treat me exactly the same way that sibo Mbanza is treating Mutle yeah, for yeah. it to be a legitimate relationship mm. and, and that is far from the truth um, so I think a lot of us have romanticized relationships and have romanticized long-term strong relationships. Um, and I think something that I learned a lot, um, I learned about like not early on, I'd, I'd say like two, three years in the relationship is that a lot of it is what, um, I, I wish I knew this guy's name. I really forgot it, but it's, it's this guy's a philosopher is on YouTube, um, YouTube channels called this. Uh, no, it's called The School of Life. That's his oh, YouTube channel. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and he talks about rupture and repair. And he talks about how relationships are just continuous rupture and repair. Mm. People are going to make a mistake. People are going to do things that you don't like. Your partner is going to struggle. You're going to struggle. But it's all about knowing how to repair it in a way that can last you guys a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think something that we just struggle with nowadays as young people is as soon as there's any kind of rupture in a relationship, we call it a day we run. And yeah. I'm obviously I'm not talking about like a, like a ruptures, like abuse and stuff like that. Yes, like that. Yeah. Call it a day, my G get out of there. Yeah. But, um, I think we tend to put a lot of like 
we relationships are really difficult and we just make them 10 times more difficult once again it's like with what you're saying with like um, me being on twitter and seeing everything that people are talking about talking stages and this and that and that mm-hmm. and i feel like what what what's happened nowadays is that we've made relationships so relationships are really difficult guys i don't want to to tell this lie that relationships are easy and they're just supposed to be free flowing and we just go with the flow and we're so in love like now nah, yeah. relationships are tough like they're like any other friendship or type of relationship yeah. but i think we put all these rules and these difficulties with dating that it ends up making us like lose our partners prematurely mm-hmm. and i think for example something ridiculous i saw on like tiktok i was scrolling the other day and this guy was like um if your girl accepts gifts from other guys in the club like she's not your girl and like i get where that um insecurity might come from yeah, yeah. but at the end of the day like 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 as a gent you're gonna break up with your girlfriend because some other guy thought she was fine and bought her a drink bro yeah you're saving money like <laughs> i was about to say drink, like, you saved you money as lo- like you saved you saved you money my g like <laughs> You need to have the trust in your partner yeah. to say, go take that drink, my girl. You know, maybe yeah. bring me one too. You know, I'm feeling like yeah. a double journey. Tell, tell him I have a friend. I tell him I have a friend. You, you know, tell him, exactly. So like, it's a stupid yeah. example, but it's one of those little things where I know there are some gents who'd be like, you are uh, not a churriam. You are yeah, uh, disrespectful. No, uh, you're not yeah, dating anymore. Yeah, right? yeah. Disrespect. And that's just a small example of like little ways that we let our insecurities um get in the way of us having long-term relationships and i honestly think insecurity is a big part of it but then again like i understand that insecurities come from somewhere and yeah, then yeah, circle yeah, back to what therapy yeah circle <laughs> back there like yeah, I, yeah. I won't like i won't lie i um uh Mushe and i had this thing in the beginning of our relationship where i well at least for me right i my last two partners like i was their first um sexual partner So none of them had exes. Then I date B, right? And she's had past sexual partners, much like everyone else in the world. Like that's a normal thing. I I myself had never been with somebody who has exes. So I was learning, like you guys might talk to people about exes and it's like normal, like, yeah, it's whatever. Like people have, I had never dealt with it. So I didn't know how to navigate that. And it's easy to just say, yeah, of course, everybody has exes. You're not supposed to feel any type of way. I just, I never dealt with it. I'd never been through it. And I was clearly insecure. Like you could see from the get go that like, I was not dealing with like her and I don't want to say like she was talking about her exes like yeah we were just sitting one day and then she just yeah this is what I did with my ex like yeah, no yeah. we'd be having conversations but I would obviously be touched like straight away yeah and then I realized that that's not okay dude she's not with those exes anymore you guys are having a conversation she doesn't feel any type of way when you talk about your exes you need to grow up like yeah, 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 yeah. something needs to happen where you need to grow up so it's like little things like that where I think you really need to know what you want and you need to be very um, also focused on your feelings, what you're feeling inside and what you need to work on. You need to be very honest with yourself. That's another big thing when it comes to long-term relationships. I feel like a lot of people aren't honest with themselves. They're very much, I'm never the problem. My partner is the problem. They do all this stuff and I always get effed over. And so that's why I can never keep a relationship. But I feel like a lot of the times you don't really look inside and go, okay, 
what can I do to make it easier for my partner? And what can my partner do to make it easier for me? And you know what? It sucks. It sucks to hear this, but a lot of the time you are also the problem. Yeah. (laughs) People don't like hearing that. But it is like that's not that's something B and I have to talk like had to talk about in the beginning of our relationship. That there's definitely gonna be times where she's the problem. There's definitely gonna be times where I am the problem. And once we get over that like pride, once we accept that we can be the problem, that we're not gonna get everything right, man. I don't want to say smooth sailing from there, but smooth sailing from there. (laughs) <laughs> nah, get you, get you. nah, I think, you know, I, I, I want to just like, uh, uh, just uh, touch on, you know, something that you said earlier, which mm. is um, the whole uh, social, no, okay, not social media thing, but okay, yeah, it, was, it is tied to the social media thing. I think that today, mm. in today's like dating landscape, that, you know, when a small fight happens, like the ones you were referring yeah. to, like, you know, the, the drink in the club or whatever. It's like, I think this, because of things like social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, it almost seems like there's an endless sea of options. And, you know, if Mm. you feel like, okay, you know, my girl's not treating me right, you know, the next girl's going to treat me, like, you you can, it's easy to leave because you already, like, have someone else, you understand? And I, I get you. And I, I feel like we just don't have that. And I was talking with someone about this and they were mentioning that, like, you know, obviously we can't compare the past because, you know, like our grandparents and parents, I guess, we were trapped sometimes in very unhealthy situations. So it is beautiful. Yeah, it, it's yeah. a beautiful thing that there's such, there's a strong independence, especially for women, that if they're in situations that are abusive, they can leave and all those things. But then yes. there is a bit of, you know, um, there is a bit of lack of like perseverance in certain relationships. Like, like you mentioned earlier, where it feels like a relationship shouldn't have died that early, but because, you know, both yeah. people were like, ah, you know what? I like, I'm out, you know, they, they just mm-hmm. didn't choose to like work on it and be like, you know, this is something we're going to have to work through. So, yeah. Yeah. It, it, it really is a thing. Like, um, especially man in the day of social media now where it, <laughs> Because because of how many beautiful people there are on your timeline or on Instagram every day, right? You're constantly thinking, I can do better than this. I can do better than this. Exactly. Like there's so many, there's so many women out there. Like I can just keep breaking up with every girl who like does a single thing like uh, wrong that I see is wrong. And I'm just going to go find another one. And at the end of the day, you really could do that. Hey? You really could just keep bouncing from one person to the other, to the other. <clears throat> but I promise you, there's fulfillment in knowing people in the long term. And this yeah. is if you want to date three, five people, you want to be in poly relationships, whatever. But to, even with those two people sharp, but there is a wonderful thing about getting to know someone in the long term and sticking through with them or getting to know people. If you're one of those people who dates two people at a time, getting to know people. For me, it's just there's a long term bond is so incredibly fulfilling. And I think we know that already from friendships. Yeah, so I don't know why it's not true. something we take into our relationships. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Now, I think uh, sometimes we, we forget that the fundamentals that make a relationship, uh, like a romantic relationship work, also the same fundamentals that make a friendship work. You know, 100%. That make, you know, your relationship with your parents work. You know, the, the fundamentals. Yes. You know, and then the other romantic stuff are the add-ons, but those necessities are like, you know, the things that build the foundation. Relationships are relationships overall, dude. No, facts, overall, facts, 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 facts. Yeah. 
So yeah, no, no, no. I think maybe some of you, the best advice maybe is, you know, delete Instagram and you're just, <laughs> just sit with yourself and, and, you know and what? think about like, it. Yeah. Like sometimes I even say it, dude, like I, I mean, yes, like I, I understand that I create the type of content that like sometimes makes people like aspire to be like me or to be like Boucher. But I'm always like, guys, go touch some grass outside. Like if there's one thing I'm going to tell you, it's that you guys are only seeing 10 minutes. Like I love you guys as my audience, but I'm telling you straight up that you're only seeing 10 minutes. Boucher and I fight like we argue. We argue yeah. like siblings. Like it's it's just it's one of those things when you live with somebody in tight quarters all the time, you're going to disagree on things. Yeah, um, yeah. And much like relationship is just like, like being an adult, bro. It's just, it's problem solving every day. Like being an adult, that's all you ever do every day. You're just yeah. more Thanks. problems come and you have to solve them problems and you have to solve them. I think the nice thing about being in a relationship for me at least is like, I think growing up, I, I I always felt like alone and yeah, yeah. always felt like I was going through stuff alone. And I was, I always wish I had like a partner or a friend that I could call up and be like, I don't know what to do. Like, I yeah, yeah. don't know how to fix this problem. And then I think what I love about having Mukhle as a partner is that I always have that second head, like two heads mm. are better than one. And I, even if she also doesn't know what to do, like I feel better because yeah, okay, just so sharing it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You know? yeah, true, just having true. someone to share it with. And you can have that with a friend too, but like kind of, kind of sex with your friend. So <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, no. <laughs> that's another a, a relationship episode, uh, a topic for next time, next episode. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah. let, let's uh, divert a bit into uh, some uh, some of your work. So you've been like a content creator. Like, uh, when did you start YouTube? Like, when did you uh, like officially say, okay, you know, I'm starting my YouTube channel. I'm doing this thing. Um, I was at uh, UCT. I was doing mm. my second year of studies, and um, I was bored out of my mind. Like, yeah. I was just really really not enjoying varsity and apart from being bored i was failing i was grasping at straws my dude i was not doing well yeah, yeah and yeah. so i was spending um i was spending a lot of time in the computer labs and uh you know it back then it was still just music videos and cat videos um, on yeah, yeah and so that's what i was doing i was just watching that watching people dancing and then i i ended up on the side of youtube where like there were kids well like they were like 20 19 year olds pardon me who were um making videos specifically for youtube like they were talking to the camera i found that so weird so like why are you going hi guys and welcome to my channel like mm -hmm. what's a channel aren't you just supposed to be like uploading like music videos and stuff <laughs> and um honestly i was i was also so depressed at that time because mm -hmm. i really didn't want to be at varsity but i was being forced to and i think for the first time i was watching a video it was by this guy called casper lee he was probably the biggest south african youtuber at the time mm -hmm. um and I laughed and I laughed out loud in the computer labs and UCT computer labs are very quiet because everybody's very serious and stuff. And here's this yeah. guy. I laughed so loud and I was so shocked by how loud I laughed that I was like, I am enjoying this. I haven't enjoyed something in so long. You know, and I promise yeah. you, two weeks later, I made a YouTube channel account. I was like if somebody can do this for me, like bring me so much joy with such a ridiculous thing, like a YouTube channel, yeah, I yeah. want to do that for other people too. 
And also it was a creative outlet because I was a very creative person in primary school, high school, varsity. I applied for music and fine arts even, but my parents were like, nah, you're going to be like a lawyer or psychologist, do something else. Yeah, so yeah. I didn't have that creative outlet to YouTube, you know, yeah, yeah. you know, exactly that thing. And um, YouTube became that thing for me. And yeah, so I started August, 2014. I think it was my seven year anniversary this year. So nice. I'm one of the oldies of South African YouTube. Yeah. Fossils. And like, what, what were like some of like the, the struggles like in the beginning? Cause obviously um, like in the past, I want to say from 2019 mm. up until well, obviously now, I think there's been like a big surge of like, you know, people watching youtube videos now like now we're on like yeah. this like youtube especially in south africa well um mm. so but you're talking about 2014 like how how are the views how are you like you. motivating you how 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 is that journey yeah, let that? me tell you dude yeah, yeah. there was no one on youtube like you could count us on two heads like how yeah. many of us there were especially black creators mm. oh my goodness there were so few of us um i think the biggest difficulty that i i like you'll you'll find me bringing up more often is exactly like you saying now we had to convince people that youtube is a platform for mm. you to sit and watch content like video after video after video mm. um even me as a creator i was still taking it as like this um i was still getting into that youtube culture so i think one thing that we had to do that people nowadays who start youtube channels don't have to uh, struggle with so much mm. is creating that youtube culture mm. if there's one thing we did and i'll always yeah. say it with my chest is that in south africa we created the youtube culture yeah. like the views you're getting today wouldn't it exist without the people back then saying hi over here on YouTube. Yeah. We're, we're here. Come, come watch our videos, please. Yeah, like, get yeah, off Facebook. You. Like we're over here. Come watch. Um, that was a big, big thing that we had to do that we struggled with, you know, like mm. back in the day, my dude, getting a thousand views, you were cream of the crop. Let me tell you something. One thousand views. Listen, social media celebrity, you are cooking. Um, nowadays it's 50,000 views. Nowadays it's 10,000 subscribers for anyone to take you seriously. And yeah, true. I even say sometimes like, you know, I, I tell people because I know right now from the inside, like I tell people, start your YouTube channel, just do it mm. um, because you can still blow up. But, you know, if it was me, and I had to start now and I didn't have someone telling me to start. Like, I understand why people are scared. There are, like you were saying, there are so many people on YouTube nowadays. It, yeah, is the, the, it, almost, it, it almost feels like the, the, the market is like uh, saturated in a way with not viewers. I mean, there'll always be viewers, but by, by, with, yeah, by creators. Yeah. I don't know. What's your take on that? That's that's uh, you know what I think I think that that claim has merit to a certain extent, mm. but also at the same time, like YouTube is such a huge platform, and especially mm. I like mm. that you said not with viewers, right? Mm. Because the thing about that is that we can share viewers. True. We are not competing. True. This is not Netflix versus Amazon, like me and you competing for YouTube subscribers. We're not doing that. Yeah. We can share subscribers. We can share viewership. <clears throat> and I think true. that's where the beauty of YouTube is. And that's where, like, as much as I said, I agree with that, like, it makes it impossible for it to be saturated because <laughs> there are so many people who are ready to watch the same type. Of, I am subscribed to, like, 10 people who make the exact same type of content, but mm. though their, their personality twist to it is what I really, really enjoy. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's where I think that we can all make ourselves different, even if we want to do the same thing. 
Because then the problem is now there's a there's a young girl who's been doing makeup for the past five years and now she's ready to start a YouTube channel. Mm. It's something that she loves doing makeup. Now we're telling her she can't because the biggest um sort of group of people on South African YouTube are makeup gurus. So now yeah. we're telling her that she can't do it because there's so many people already doing it. Nah, dude. YouTube is a place for you to express that thing that you enjoy talking about, you enjoy doing, you enjoy, maybe you enjoy interviewing people, whatever it is that you do. It's supposed to be an extension of yourself and your hobbies yeah. or your job. So I think in that way, it can never truly be saturated, especially we're in South Africa, dude. I think in South Africa, we also have this bad habit of putting people down as soon as they jump on a bandwagon. Oh, that's fact. Oh, it's that's fact. fine, guys. It's fine. Jump on the bandwagon. Make your YouTube channel. If you don't want to start it this year, it's fine. If you want to start it in 2022, it's not too late. Take your time. But then when you're saying you're going to start, you must start. I don't care if people are telling you it's a bandwagon or you're just starting a couple's channel because Bushe and Simwe and George and Saja do mm. it. I don't care do it the more there are of us the more we are seen by other industries and mm. i think that's one thing we got right in the beginning is that we pushed for everyone to start a youtube channel and now look at how big we are you you can't walk into an agency an advertising agency without them talking about youtubers we are right now like almost the pinnacle of influencer marketing apart from tiktokers and instagrammers we are at the top when it, when we're talking about brands who want to pay up they're looking at youtube YouTubers, and they're looking yeah, at they're paying like, yeah, youtubers exactly. the most true because it's video it's not an e it's not an easy thing and not to say you know like writing and other stuff is not easy but it's 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 a very long and tedious process and it it's is very, them um, i think that's probably what like catches like a lot of like uh newbies Exactly. They think it's an easy thing to just jump into. But no, guys, we get paid the big bucks because it's difficult to decide. But it's worth it. If you're doing something you love, like I said, if it's an extension of yourself, man, you're going to enjoy it. Just do it. But yeah, that's, that's, the, that's the difficulty that I think we had is we really struggle to get people to take YouTube seriously as a user-generated content platform. Yeah. Well, I, I like I like that 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 um advice that you gave, you know, to anybody who is thinking about starting a, a YouTube channel. Cause I think the people I, I think some people uh have maybe that as you mentioned, like with the young girl who's like a makeup artist, feels like ah, people yeah. are like, ah, I'm just starting a YouTube channel because everybody has a YouTube channel. And it's like, man, this, yeah. this yeah. you could give something new, you know, something different, your take, you know. Exactly. So, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like that. I like that. that. Come back to uh, the relationship uh, questions. Sure. We have, I I, want to say it's an African thing now. Maybe it's even (laughs) a global thing. But, okay, in in South Africa, we call it blesser culture. (laughs) So Mm. I'm sure you've seen on on, on Twitter, you know, um, couples where these guys are doing extravagant things for their hands. I mean, if I forget mm. those guys, I just saw a, a snippet. I'm sure maybe you've seen the snippet if you've been on, on Twitter like today or yesterday. Of uh, And I don't know the context. So, you know, I'm just uh, speaking briefly on this snippet that I saw uh, of uh, mm. Boiti was talking that she needs a man to give her like 450k. I'm not sure if you. Oh, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> Boiti and Michali. Yeah, yeah Boiti that. and Michali were talking. And um, I, I mentioned that video to mention this that a lot of guys feel like your hands have these crazy financial expectations because of blesser mm. culture. 
And um, mm. I want to get your take on uh, Hans' right to have that high standard and is it mm-hmm. overreaching to a degree or like what's your take on that? I think for me, it's it's kind of like what we spoke about earlier, right? When we were like, yeah. um, people be moving on from partner to partner because they can, right? Because there's a yeah. lot of fish in the sea. I think that's something we need to bring into this conversation because there are millions of women out there. Hey. There are so many. Well, just in your own country, just in South Africa, yeah, yeah. there are, you know, you can even reach to Botswana, Zimbabwe, if you don't mind traveling, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe, but there are, a lot of women in this country and i promise you not all of them want 50k a month from you not all of them expect 450,000 i promise you you my dude who's making 20,000 a month nobody's asking you for 50,000 a month like mm. nobody you dating is and i think what tends to happen then is i i wish we had like i wish discernment was a, a skill that more guys had yeah. because at the end of the day, like those women know the types of guys they're going to go date. True, and once true, they're true. with you, they're going to then decide, is this the type of guy who's giving me 50K? Yes, no. Even in that video, actually, you hear Michali said, I used to date a guy who gave me 50,000 rand a month. She's not with that person anymore yeah. for whatever reason. But my point is that it doesn't matter whether you have the 50,000 or not. There's going to be women who don't care how much money you give True, them, whether you give them 5,000, 50,000. I think at the end of the day, you just have to, de- it's just one of those things where if a woman wants that, she's going to want that. If she doesn't, she doesn't. And what I found for the most part mm. is that, and it's not even a thing, it's not even a thing of, I think they're putting it on for social media. I don't think they are. I do think Michali's gotten 50,000 before. I do think Moiti's gotten 450, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But even if they didn't, there's a big chance that they'd still be with those guys. If they like them or whatever it is, like mm. there's a very good chance that I'm so sorry guys, but Ooh, Ntabi saying walk off from Evitz or whatever. She doesn't, she doesn't, she doesn't want 50,000 Rand from yeah. your month, my dog. It's, it's just one of those things where we see something on social media and then we run with it as if every woman is going to want that. True. And I get it that true, true, true. Obviously true. the woman on the TPL are like, you are 50,000. Yes, that's 50,000. <laughs> You're I'd love a man to give me 50,000, but that's yeah. because she just saw it on the TL and somebody else is getting it. And it's like, that's a dope idea. If a gent was getting 50,000, of course the other gents would be like, yo, I'm like, damn. Do you think the woman yeah. is going to go, oh, there's no more men today. Hey, these guys are going to want 50,000 now. No, bro, because they know that <laughs> yeah, they're going to yeah, yeah. find their Sibu and Sibu's going to be happy with a wimpy meal like on a Saturday morning. Like it's it's mm. really, it's really <clears throat> whatever. So I think that's my, my big thing is, guys, we can't take these outlying conversations from social media and make them like uh, like make them a, a like a sweeping argument for everybody and every single woman that's what they want i think it's <laughs> i don't know man i think it's really i hate using the word but it's such a stupid thought to think that from like a couple of conversations that you see on the tl from outliers that that's what everybody's going to want and everybody's yeah. going most of this country is under the poverty line bro please like <laughs> like get a grip james like <laughs> honestly yeah. get a grip like there thanks, are thanks, women thanks. are not going to want for but that's the thing also is i i i also want to say that there are these gents who will give you money ladies ladies yeah no they are shame then you want the gents who are ready like look they, they are gents who are ready like they if you're will. beautiful yeah and like look oh mm. like see the the the, the 
I don't know if I can say the wonderful thing, but you know, for the, for 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 those women who are blessed with like you know good genes in terms of uh, what society deems as like beautiful, conventionally yeah, like beautiful, conventionally uh, attractive, conventionally yeah, beautiful, uh, conventionally yeah. attractive. Like, look, life is mm. easy when you're beautiful, man. And yeah. there yeah. are men who are uh, are prepared to give you that k yeah. that four fifty k. Like, actually, it, like. In that tweet, dude, I was looking at the replies and there were so yeah, many yeah. guys who were like, yeah, no, no guy would do that. Like nobody's earning enough money to give you like 50,000 rand a month. And I'm like, Shay, my dog, like I get that you don't have it's a tough for you, either, my G. But I'm not yeah, going to yeah. go and say no, nobody would do that. Because at the end of the day, like, um, I don't, I can't remember exactly what that person said, but then somebody else was like, it was the one smart comment I saw. It said, yeah. you can't give 50000 my brother. You, with your salary, I pull me 50000 With yeah. somebody who's earning 200000 a month, yeah, pull me 50000 It's yeah. no problem. Like, easy, it ain't no easy. problem. So. Easy, easy. so don't compare yourself to other people. On, so I think that's the overarching thing we're getting to, right? Is the, yeah, don't yeah, compare yeah. yourself to people on social True. Media. Like... You know, you know, um, no, it's fine. I just want to uh, end on on, mm. on on this note before I go to the next thing. Um, yeah, I even saw in, in, in one of the uh, comments, uh, someone wrote that I love how these guys are replying as if they're the target market. My <laughs> G, like, my G, exactly. I was like, Yo, ain't that the truth? Isn't that the truth? Exactly, but dude. Like it's 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 just it's unfortunately it's not going to be you, and I get that sometimes you know what, there's a lot of gents who are unemployed, there's a lot of gents who have jobs that pay them whack, but yeah, like yeah. we have to like learn to discern and I think grow up and that's something that I even had to do. Like mm. I see lots of gents who have more money than me and I'm like, damn, I wish I could spoil my girl like that, but I can't. And there's nothing I can do about yeah, it right yeah. now. And it's fine as long as I found myself a woman who understands that, which yeah. I think most women actually do. Yeah. I can tell you, with my chest, with my chest, yeah. that 90% of those women that were tweeting the other day saying, yo, what I would do with 50K a month, damn, there really are men in this world would not care a damn if you did not give them 50K a month. Yeah, they wouldn't. True, true, true. It's, it's whatever. If you treat them well, like as an adult, as a human, like mm. the bar is on the floor for men. I promise you, 50,000 rand is not the sudden new bar that like women are setting for us. The bar yeah. has been on the floor it'll still be on the floor and somehow we are still finding ways to limbo under that bar as men damn, right damn, damn that, that's very interesting so you you think as men we are um what can i say <clears throat> uh you think we as men i guess whine too much complain too much can i uh, put it yes. like that Can't we definitely word, worry but, too mm. much yeah we're so we like we're self-sabotagers we huge self-sabotagers like mm. we already look at women and straight away think you're out of my league there's no way chance like yes. nine times out of ten a gent will look at a, a woman like and say there's no way and that's our first that's our first mistake ever mm. is looking at a potential partner or whatever and saying hi it's not gonna work whether it's monetary reason i had a i had a friend um recently who um, met his girl like through Instagram no he yeah. met his girl at a party went on her Instagram he saw the clothes she wears where she hangs out and he said no way this is not my portion I cannot afford he's like I'm using gain in life because I cannot yeah, yeah, afford yeah. this lifestyle and I said yeah. while I understand why you would think that my G 
just just go and let her decide yeah that's that's the advice i give a lot of gents is let her decide don't count yourself out because you're going to miss out on an amazing thing you're going to a lot of gents i feel like have this horrible thing oh i hate it so much of like settling Mm. they see a woman they're like oh to me she's not really that attractive but like I think that's the only woman who would find me attractive or who would be fine with like not having money because like, or whatever. Um, but we have this thing of just counting ourselves out already, which is, yeah, uh, yeah I think that's, that's a big reason why gents end up quote unquote settling and then, uh, and then waiting until they have more money to decide, you know what, now I'm going to go get the woman that I really want. Cause I have money or I have, yeah. or I've been to the gym for the past <clears throat> two years and I'm slow as hell now. Um, so I think we definitely have a self-sabotage thing as 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 at least straight men in this country. Yeah. Um, nah, I, I, I love that point. I love that point. Uh, I think, you know, I saw something uh, the other day uh, where it was like, um, you actually date at the level of your confidence. Uh, uh, you, you date, <laughs> exactly. You date at the level of your confidence. So if you see a woman and you're like, She's out of you. And you are like, you know, you are absolutely right. Gents do do that. Like, you know, um, gents will be like, "Ah, you know, man, this girl, okay, she's got a car, she's got a job. Like, you know, I've got a job, but I don't have a car. So now it's like, it's like, it's like, no, you're not, not my portion. And it's like, okay, man, are you planning on working for the rest of your life? Do you not trust (laughs) that, you know, life is going to get better? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, no, you're completely right. Also, now you're missing out on dating someone with a car. Come on, guys. Hey, bruh, Come on. Dude. Wake up, boys. Now, but you, I, 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 be, I believe that fully. We do date at our confidence level, mm. um, which is really sad, man, which is really sad. But I always say, let, let the person you're hitting on, let them decide. The person mm. you want to date, let them decide. Don't decide for yourself because you could miss out. And I think another thing that we don't really think about as, mm. as guys is... Um, women aren't as shallow as us And I'll say this with my Bex, chest like, And, and they Bex. say this all the time on, on the TL Women are not as shallow as us They actually are smart enough To date somebody Who treats them well Rather than somebody who thinks Who, who will look good to their friends And yeah. yes like they will I, like, I know there's going to be guys who go No like a lot of women like date um, Guys because they think they're hot Yes like but nine times out of ten, she's gonna find she's gonna find you attractive because of the way that you treat her, the way yes. you treat your friends, the way you treat your family. And so what tends to happen is that guys count themselves out, guys who maybe have great personalities because they think this woman is way too beautiful for me. She's never gonna give me the light of day. But if there's one thing that you must check on social media, yeah. nine times out of ten, the women are not dating guys who are as conventionally attractive as them. They're that is so true. Who it's true, dude. It is facts, true. Facts, facts. Anywhere you go on social media, the chances of both the people being conventionally attractive are very low because women date with their hearts. Like mm. they date the person mm. that they feel like is treating them well, that not so the true. person who's going to look good to their boys. Like, yo, like we do that. Look at Us guys, we do we that. We do that. We are like, yo, my, my girl's got to be hot because hey, when I bring... When I bring yeah. around the gents or when I show the gents a picture of my hand, I don't want now the gents clowning me because they're like, ah. Exactly. Boy, boy. Exactly. South African gents date for their friends. I mean, most gents do. But at the same time, it's like, dude, just date. South African women are beautiful. There's nine times That's out of true. 10, you are going to find 
a gorgeous woman a gorgeous woman so just date guys just date <laughs> you, heard, you heard it here first guys <laughs> just date just date <laughs> all right man all right um i think i think maybe we'll close it off with this question and uh this is just uh, sure thing, a question just like advice for like young gents who are you know maybe out of high school maybe just graduated varsity who i feel like they're stuck like you know they 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 don't know what step to take or you know where what they want to do maybe you know they were forced to do a degree and you know they didn't have the the courage to be to tell their parents like you know what like i'm struggling this is not for me you know what advice would you give like young gens going through that and girls yeah hey man i think sure i i think i think the whole being a 20 something in south africa is very difficult there's so many problems we're dealing with even if you have you know that certificate that says you completed four years studying your butt off you could still end up with no jobs there's lots of um guys and girls that i went to school with that um you know, obviously I never finished, but that finished their degrees and they're sitting at home now struggling to find work. Mm-hmm. It's incredibly disheartening um, to any like matriculant or to any um, uh, graduate. It is extremely difficult. But um, I think what helps, I, I, I'd say for me, is getting a really strong friend group or just relationship group, mm-hmm. um, whether it's your family, whether it's your friends, um, just getting people who understand you. And also a big part of it is understanding yourself. And I can get how it can be scary, especially at such a a scary time in your life, in your twenties, where you're like, I don't understand anything. Why is everything going wrong? Why is everything so difficult? Like it's extremely difficult. And, and, and I think adulthood, I was saying this in one of my videos recently is adulthood is extremely unfair. There's a lot of things you think are going to go a certain way. And they're just simply not, they're simply not. And it's something that we learn with age slowly, but surely. But I think a big part of a big thing that's going to help you, um, figure out where you want to go in your life is understanding yourself better. It's yeah. uh, it's uh, talking to your friends, talking to your families, having those difficult conversations of like, what type of person am I? Like, who yeah. am I to you? Um, and, and from, from what you can see close friend of mine, like, what do I enjoy doing? Like what lights me up? What really, what excites me? Um, and I think a lot of us are very confused about what we're supposed to be doing. I, I think something I want to say to that is that you're not supposed to always know what you're going to do because a big part of knowing what you want is understanding that it's going to change mm. all of the time. True. Um, and also not measuring your success on other people. Measure yours. The best thing I ever did for myself as a, 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 a young adult is creating my own measurements of success. Mm. And sometimes they were ridiculously stupid and I surpassed them way too quickly, but I promise you that did so good for my mental health. Yeah. that it's something that I'm going to carry on throughout my life. When I was at UCT yeah. <laughs> and I wanted to move to Joburg, I said to myself, Simu, listen, my boy, when you can take Ubers whenever you need to, if you're stuck in a rut, if you can, call an Uber, spend 200 rand, 100 rand to get you to whatever place you need to go to without overthinking it and going, hey, I need to look at my funds. That's when you would have made it. When you can take Ubers. Yeah. And of course I was able to take Ubers in like a year, two years later. I was a student with like a 700 rand a month allowance. So obviously yeah, I yeah, thought yeah. that was ridiculous. But yeah, yeah, then yeah. I got to take those Ubers and I was like, damn, I made it. And mm-hmm. so I think w- w- a big part of it is 
setting reachable goals, your own goals, not goals you see of other people. Um, And then from there, a big part of it is like gratitude. I think that's something that we don't do often and it's very good for your brain. It is such good nourishment for your brain when you're able to sit down, you know, whether even if you are Simba, you sit down and you go, damn, I've made this many podcast episodes. Like as much as I feel like I should have made more or whatever, like Mm. I'm proud that I did this because I'm sure there was a time where you were like, hey, am I really going to start this podcast? Yeah. So like it's sitting down every now and then and going, like I did this when you're a YouTuber and you're only getting a hundred views and you think that's a terrible thing, picture a hundred people in a room sitting and listening to you for 10 minutes, talk about like a story with your family or whatever. Mm. Like that's a big deal. So I think gratitude, taking every little small win and really like taking it in because wins don't feel as big as, you know, the people we see on social media, we have this tendency on going, you know, I only bought a Taz, but uh, this and this person bought a, a Mercedes. So I'm not going to celebrate my Taz because there's no way. My dog celebrate that Taz. You didn't have it yesterday. Exactly. You didn't. You have it today. Thanks. Thanks. Um, and you can move around now. So I think create create your own milestones and then you're celebrate them, guys. Whatever it is, if there's one thing I told Bushe about myself, at least, is that it's something that's good for my brain and I need to need us to do this as often as possible is celebrate things. Even if it's as little as us going out for dinner or ordering in that night or deciding to spoil ourselves in whatever way, I need to celebrate every little thing. Cause if you only wait for the big things, I'm sorry, guys, as an adult, if there's one thing you learn is that those big things come once a year, maybe yeah. once every two years, those big true. breaks. True, true, so true. Um, celebrate the small wins and have incredible gratitude every day, all day. Yeah. Nah, man, absolutely love it. Nah, gratitude. Nah, guys. I, I'm not even going to say anything more because that was just, <laughs> that, that, that was perfect. Sibu, <laughs> thank you so much for being on the show, bro. I hope you had a good time as well, man. I 100% did. Thank you for having me, my dude. Thank you. Nah, for man, it was absolutely a pleasure. Guys, I hope you guys enjoyed that episode. And until the next one, guys, cheers. Cheers.